Washed up, boy. To the Washed Up Ladies and Gents, welcome back to another episode of the Washed Up Boys. I'm KG. Yo, yo, yo. I'm, just, I'm glad to be here, G. It's your boy C. Rose, man. All right. All right. Bro, How like, was your week, bro? Like I said, I'm glad to be here, dog. Like, I am glad to be here. <laughs> it's been one of them weeks. Like, I'm here? Okay, cool. Let me pinch myself and keep moving. Yeah. Um... It's been yeah, it's been a different week, man. Uh, my son started getting a little like the sniffles, Mm-mm. and that's what kind of like threw me off as I sniffle. Um, oh. But yeah, he you know he's just been on and off, so I've been kind of like you know not stressing, but you know you always like looking and mm-hmm. if he's good. I one day he came in after school, bro. He just came on the couch. I'm I'm laying there watching. Uh, I forgot what football game or rerun or something. This boy laid on me and fell asleep, didn't get up for the rest of the night. Oh, Lord. So I was like, yeah. So that happened. And them kid um, germs different, bro. Bro, you know how that go. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, if one of them gets sick, then, you yeah. know, it's coming down the pipeline. Already. Um, and then work was just, you know, it's been a it's been a cool week. But you know how when you anticipate a crazy week coming? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm kind of having that anxiety. Like, <sighs> it's coming back again. So... <laughs> Uh, but other than that, man, uh, went my, uh, we had a death in the family. That's kind of what's been on the uh, on the front, forefront. My mom's uncle mm. passed away, yeah. which would be my great uncle. Condolences. Yeah, man. So this, you know, we went to the funeral. The, you know, the way the uh, the repast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I saw family that I haven't seen in a while, so that was good. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just the. The stress of just traveling and coming back. And I know it's just Tampa. I know y'all like, it's only an hour, bro. But you know how it go when you got to get up and get stuff done. So can't complain, though, man. I'm here. That's why I said I'm glad to be here to fast forward y'all up. So Yeah, I feel you, bro. Well, man, well what about you? You had an event? Yeah, man. It's been cool. Yeah, man. Well, first, thing, I just want to shoot the condolences to you and the fam, bro. I know that stuff's never easy to deal with. I appreciate um, it, man. Appreciate yeah, for it. sure, man. Appreciate it. And uh, little Zach, get better, man. Thank like you, I man. I appreciate yeah, it, bro. There's nothing fun to deal with. But uh, on my end, man, the week was good, bro. But damn, work was hella busy, bro. We're, uh, we're preparing to close out our fiscal year, so things are really piping up. Mm. But a uh, little story, man. VD decided to take Kennedy uh, to meet a friend at a Japanese steakhouse. Uh-huh. Um, just so I could finish some of my work in peace. Yeah, and uh, Kennedy got to try her first piece of sushi and some seaweed salad. What? Uh, yeah, man. From what I heard, she loved it, bro. Wait, bro. Wait, hold on. Let's, let's back up now. You're talking about Kennedy's not even two yet, right, bro? Thirteen months, and she liked sushi. And you talking about the, the real sushi, not the crab meat? No, nah, the cooked stuff. Because you know she's still her stomach's oh, okay, a little okay, yeah, okay. developing, so only the cooked stuff. But, but she uh, liked it. She she was messing with it in the seaweed salad she was getting after. So mm. I told my wife, though, I'm like, yo, you got to chill, man, because uh, we're creating a bougie little kid and I ain't going to be able to afford her. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, like, Jit, she, Jit only really eats, like, salmon, steak, 
And now she likes sushi. You know, I need her liking eggs and rice. You know Bro, what, I mean? what happened to the uh the the uh the whole uh beefaroni and you know ravioli and the, the regular stuff? Bro, like, the, come on. By the time she five, you're gonna say, So what's the birthday dinner? She's gonna say, Well, I want a filet me, y'all. Let me get some lobster. I wouldn't like a side of sushi on the side, of course. Bro might pick up a second job around here, cause... just for food, just for food. Right. And um, so the thing about it, when she was at the restaurant, she hates like being strapped in a high chair for too long. Like after she, after the food's done and she loses her like attention, like she's done. So, uh-huh. um, so you know, she started you know acting, getting a little rowdy. Mm-hmm. So um, Vidi, you know, let her out of the chair, and mm-hmm. uh, man. I heard she got busy, bro. I'll no. look through that bit. <laughs> the sushi spot isn't big to begin with. So before Vidi knew it, like Kennedy was damn near in the kitchen, about to trip a server. <laughs> Don't laugh because she's so it's, cute, bro. Like I, I can't even imagine that. No, nah, but it's just, it was a straight terrorist in the spot, bro. <laughs> and then Vidi said her like area was so dirty after because she, you know, so if the food doesn't if it's not like exciting or if it doesn't have flavor, mm-hmm. she'll just start playing with it and throw it at people, throw it at you, throw it on the floor. So oh. it was a white rice everywhere. Oh, so wait, he, hold on, bro. Which goes back to the bougie. So she like all the, the, the sushi and the stuff, but the plain white rice, she like, oh, I yeah, it, yeah, vegetables and stuff. Nah, she that's that's a food fight. She's that's getting hilarious, dog. So, you know, the <laughs> wife had to go above and beyond on the tip after that, bro. <laughs> Damn. So she came back. It looked like Hurricane Three hit. Oh man, it was horrible. Bro. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's a story. Well, you know, and I hate to say this, so uh, Vidi, I, 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 I love you in advance, but at least you won there, bro. Like, cause I know you would have lost your mind. Uh, I'll probably have to leave, bro. I, I know you, bro. Like, uh, I know how you are. You'd have been like, yeah. hey, we're gonna beat you in the car. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't. Like done a one on one with her at a restaurant yet, and I ain't brave enough. Ooh, wait. Yeah. So, do you got even 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 any ideas where you would even possibly take her? I gotta wait till she understand some yes and no cues first, <laughs> right, bro? You're not gonna have me in public looking crazy. Oh my god! Hey, just make sure you record that because that's yeah. gonna be that. Hey, that video yeah. go viral, bro. Yeah, that might be some content for you. <laughs> but hey, man, I was uh thinking, bro. I saw this question floating around. Mm-hmm. What pretends not to be a scam but feels like one in the end, bro? Now you know what's crazy. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> We've been doing this pod for some weeks now. Yeah. This is the first question I had to like, bro. Like, I went back to college days. Like, let me sit down and really write some shit out. Cause like, yeah, to think about something. What, like, what the hell? And um, I came down to one, bro. And it's gonna sound, I guess, a little weird, but mm-hmm. you know, I guess I notice it now because you know, growing up, we played sports. Mm-hmm. So we weren't able to uh, gamble or anything. Oh, yeah. You know, that was against the rules. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of my friends, you know, they would play, they would go to the casinos or go to the, uh, you know, play scratch offs or just whatever it is, bro. You know, it's the biggest scam, dog. What's that? The goddamn lottery, dog. <laughs> Bruh. 
That's dope. That's a good one. Between that and lotto tickets, like, I ain't gonna lie. Simone, my my other half, she is amazing. And, bro, when it comes to a scratch-off, she will win probably nine out of ten times if she's gonna get a scratch-off. Oh, she got the golden touch, huh? So, I get bold thinking, all right, I didn't want one. So, you know, when you start winning a little bit, you thinking, all right, well, I'm about to take off every day. My luck must be on. Mm. Bro, if that ain't, I started counting my coins after a while. I said, this ain't the biggest scam, though. Like, I didn't spend more money on scratch offs thinking you winning, but you ain't winning nothing, bro. Yeah, you going yeah. there, you going back. So, yeah. um, that's my biggest one, bro. The lottery and scratch offs, though. Like, I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> what about you, man? Because I know I you went, got some up your sleeve. Yeah, I, I went, I guess, a little more casual. Okay. <laughs> so I actually came down to two, man. Mm-hmm. The first was health insurance. Like, why do my eyeballs and teeth have to get their own separate policy for my health? <laughs> and, you know, and then I'm paying these high premiums. And mm-hmm. if I don't use it, the money's just gone. So that seemed kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, my second one was uh, kind of working, like, during the prime years of your life. Mm-hmm. So I would say... I reword it like this, not having the discretionary income and or time during the prime years of your life to travel or do whatever the hell you want. Um, but you kind of use those years to actually work and build up a nest egg so that you can do that in your later years of life. But you know what I mean? But once you kind of build up all that time and that, that money to be able to do those things, you're old and gray, and you're basically knocking on heaven's door, and you're probably too tired to do any of that stuff anyway. So somehow we got that backwards, man. That's a that's a good one, dog. Like that 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 both of them are good, but that second one, you know, kind of hit right. Yeah, because it's like, damn, when you think about it, you work for what for 30, 40, 50 years, yeah. and yeah. then you only get ten or five if that to kind of right. enjoy it. Yeah, and you and you thinking you working towards something, you know, which you yeah, are. We, yeah, but we got to get that figured out, bro. Yeah, it's got to be some in-between time or some time shaved off or something, though. Cause straight up, straight up. That's a good one, though. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> but uh, we'll move on, man. Wild news. Oh, Lord. Hey, now, just off my Facebook alone, I've been hearing some wild stuff. So what you got for me this week? So let's get into these news headlines, man. The U.S. Special Envoy for Haiti, Daniel Foote, has resigned from his position in protests over the Biden administration's removals of Haitians from the southern border, calling them inhumane. He also called the administration's policy towards Haiti deeply flawed. Up to 14,000 migrants, many of which are from Haiti, have been waiting to be processed by U.S. immigration authorities at the Del Rio Bridge in Texas. Many Haitians camping under the bridge are believed to have been living in South America since 2010 when that devastating earthquake struck Haiti. Only Haitians in the U.S. before July 29th are eligible for temporary protective status, and the rest are being deported back. I'm not sure if you've uh, seen the pictures and videos of the Border Patrol agents on horseback with whips chasing and hitting the Haitian folks, but I can't lie, it shook me up, bro. You expect to see something like that in black and white in an old history book, not in 2021. The optics of that is crazy. Uh, But moving on. Ex-employees of Amazon that were previously fired for marijuana use can now reapply for their jobs. Uh, They're not guaranteed to be rehired, and they also will not receive back pay from the time that they were fired. 
Uh, but this is a start. And lastly, there's a new power couple in the celebrity world. After being rumored for a while, sports agent Rich Paul is now officially dating super pop star Adele. Talk about a come up. Bro went from hustling jerseys out of the trunk of his car to running his own sports agency and having the most popular American athlete in LeBron James as a client and now clapping the cheeks of an international superstar. And we can't minimize Adele's glow up, bro. It's been amazing. All right, we're going to take a quick break before we get into the deep dives. Be right back. All right, and we're back. So let's get in this culture talk, my brother. All right, man. Let well, you actually came up with this topic after you recently experienced something at work. But let me pose a question before you tell us about it. Mm -hmm. As a black man, are there responsibilities, duties, or actions that you try to avoid in order to prevent from being a scapegoat or falsely accused of something? And this can be at work or in everyday life. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, and the crazy part is, bro, like, I even found myself thinking about this before it even happened. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So basically what happened is, you know, we at work and, um, you know, when you go and work, typically, well, some companies, they'll give you like the code just in case you get in, you know, you get there first. Okay. So, um, you know, they gave everybody codes and actually, bro, I didn't even know we had codes until about a year and a half after I started working there. Oh, so that's the crazy part. So I honestly didn't even know we had that. So I can let me go ahead and start with that. I honestly didn't even know. But when I did find out that basically, you know, when you come in early, if you're the first one in there, you can go ahead and um, put your code in and walk right in. Mm -hmm. So something happened where we were leaving, actually. And I guess I was the last one out the door. And uh, one of my coworkers was like, oh, yeah, you man, go ahead and put your code in. So that way. And I'm like, nah, I don't have a code. Mm. And they're like, wait, what? And, um, you know, I caught myself in a bind where I kind of like told on myself. Um, but, bro, you know how I am. Like, I'm just going to wear my heart on my sleeve. So I just explained, like, this is the reason why. Um, and when I explained to him, I basically was like, hey, let's just say, for instance, right? Say, for instance, I'm having a crazy morning. I still get there first. And not even say a crazy morning. Let's say it's a normal morning. And I punch my code in wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I will say that I am the only Afri African-American in my office, African-American male. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I'm thinking to myself, if I punch my code, let's say my hand slipped, let's say the code just decide not to work. And you know, if you don't put those codes in at a certain time, the cops show up. Mm -hmm. So in my head, you know, as a black man, bro, we all think of the worst of the worst just based on history. <laughs> and Thanks. like, I, that's, that's all I can go by. So I had to explain, bro, like, what if I get there? Hit the code, slip out my hand or something, whatever. Wrong code goes in. I can't turn it off. Mm. Cops show up. Who do they see? Yeah. You think they're going to ask questions? You think they're going to say, well, he may work here? Yeah, that's a gamble I don't want to take. And I don't even want to be in that position. Like, yeah. it, it may not happen, G. Like, mm -hmm. they may say, hey, sir, like, do you, do you, you know, do you work here? And ask all asking questions. But I don't even want to find out. Yeah. And that's just based off of just, you know, the history that we've seen 
over the past hundreds of years. Yeah. And um, it, you know, it, it, when 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 I did pose the question, bro, it just it, it it really made me curious. Like, number one, am I the only person going through this? So, like, I wanted to ask you, like, is it something like that you try to avoid or everyday life or? Because you know that can be sensitive, bro. Like yeah. all the way around, not just for you, but the other people as well. Right. Um. Damn, man. You know, I appreciate you opening up about that. Um, but you know, before I answer uh, this question, it just made me wonder: what are things that I do instinctively to avoid putting myself in compromising situations? Because. Mm. You know, because I've been black all my life, so everything I do or don't do is mm-hmm. normal to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell you, when I got to college and was around a lot more white people on a daily basis, mm-hmm. is when I really became aware of how much differently I moved in life compared to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'm kind of going around. So let me focus no, back but, to the question. No, but, but that's but that's good though. I mean, it, it, it kind of sets the the setting on what you're. Yeah, how you gonna answer it? But, um, but there was a lot of contenders for this one. Um, I could have mentioned that I avoid driving aggressively and at night. Mm -hmm. I avoid speaking to women that I don't have a previous or natural relationship with. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I felt those were fairly obvious. I wanted to go with something that is very common in order to convey how black people sometimes have to double and triple think about the simplest of tasks. Mm So as someone who has been followed around in stores, I do not window shop, bro. Wow. Um, when I shop, I'm very focused and intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a big reason why I do the majority of my shopping online. Uh, you know, if I'm with family or friends and they're window shopping, like, people will tell you, like, I might stand outside or at the front of the store Mm-hmm. Uh, I make it very obvious and clear, like nothing's going down. I might even go stand by a staff member. Um, it's like it's why I dread shopping, bro. Is, like, is it intentional or is it like subconscious or? No, this is very intentional. Oh, I know what you. I'm doing. Um, it's, it it just it just brings on the stress. I hate being feeling like I'm suspicious. You know what I mean? Gosh, it just yeah. having that eye on you, like oh my that. gosh, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was very uncomfortable for me. So I, that's just something I just, I just don't even partake in, bro. I, I was gonna ask, and like I said, if you don't remember, bro, that's cool. Like mm-hmm. anything recent that happened like that, where you kind of, you know, at a store or you know, you uh, know where you were. Yeah, and I wouldn't say recently, man. Especially with the pandemic, like I've been doing it, shopping online. And I haven't yeah. really bought new clothes because I'm not going anywhere. But um, yeah, so I can't really give you a recent one. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I was just curious, I would, man. Yeah, I would say one of the wildest ones where was my wife and I we were actually um, at George Washington's like house, and um, mm-hmm. when we were living in DC area, mm-hmm. and I actually had a security guard like follow me around the museum, bro, as if I was gonna steal something. That shit was embarrassing, bro. What? Yeah, man, it was very. And you know, this is this is this is a big museum. I'm assuming so. It's a lot of people in there. And he picked out uh, you. Yeah, and it was so obvious. My wife noticed it, man. I could just tell. That was kind of the first time it really hit her in the face. And gotcha. she was like, damn, you know? 
Yeah. And I think it helped her understand why I'm so weird when we go shopping. And that makes sense, man. And that's yeah. crazy that you got to go through that. And, and and you ain't even going for that. You worried about the family and showing them a good time, but you got to worry about exactly. somebody following you based off of who knows what. Yeah. Like, right, right. That's wild, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. I thought mine was wild, but that's wild. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, did you have anything else to add on it? Um, That's what I was just really thinking, man. Like some other things that I... Uh, that I do and when you mentioned the store thing like I actually find myself doing that like yeah. um, and, and and I guess this is kind of I don't want to go like off topic but like one thing that I guess I try to do and it's so weird bro but like you know when you go to a restaurant and what I've heard and this is just mine so I don't know about everybody else but mm-hmm. I hear, you know, the 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 saying black people don't tip good, you know? Oh yeah. And it's one it just bothers me, bro. So I always try to like like make sure they not only get the tip, but see it and see like, you know, I I, I hand it to them personally. Damn. Just so they yeah. can see like this isn't like this isn't what you think. And I really try to hope and ch- hope, you know, even in the ride home, bro. I I do this probably like every time the first two or three minutes of the ride home. Yeah. I think like, man, I really hope that changed them from, and I'm not saying, bro, I ain't got bread like that. Trust me. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that at all, yeah. but you know, just saying like, you know, I try to break that stereotype and I guess that's a subconscious thing where, you know, I'm not even realizing it, but that's one thing, you know, when you said that, it kind of made me think about that. It is crazy. Um, I have a little story to add to that. I remember um, I had a, a, a good friend of ours who came, him and his wife came to visit BD and I in DC. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went out for like this place in happy hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had saw me tipping. He's like, he said, damn, man, like, you know, you took quite a bit. And I told him like, yeah, you know, sometimes I took for me and the next black person. Mm-hmm. He, he's not black. He's Latino, but he was like, damn, like, why do you do that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, you know, I said I just hope, and I know it's my. I mean, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but you know, I, yeah. saying, I hope that the next time a black person comes in, that they don't judge them and they treat them with respect. That, there that we go. And yeah. that's that, and that's where I. I that's kind of what I want. That, that's where I was hitting that basically. Yeah. So you know, if to if I could change, you know, change a few servers' minds with four or five dollars extra, I, I don't mind doing that. There we know? go. There we yeah. go. There we go. Mm-hmm. I, I I definitely end on that, bro, because that's what exactly what I was trying to say. Solid. Well, man, let's get into these man cave chronicles. My favorite, bro. I finally get here, dog. I've been yeah, thinking about yeah. this at work. Man. Let me get my yak and my cigar. Let's get it. Here we go. So I saw a lady post this statement. All, All right. right. She says. I go 50-50. If my man pays for lunch, I pay for dinner. If he pays for the movie tickets, I buy the snacks. If he buys me a shoe, I'll get him a nice suit. If he's having a rough day, I'll help him out. Stop expecting to be treated like a queen while you are not treating him like a king. Now, as a man, would going 50-50 on things with your lady bruise your ego, intimidate you, or is this something you're open to? Let me know what you think. Man, uh, first and foremost, wow, mm-hmm. dang, like what a you said that was a post, yeah, wow, wow. Um, 
I'm open to it, bro. Like I like it, me personally. Um, okay. you know, uh, I first start off by saying, you know, I like the thought. Yeah, that's the part that I think for me mm-hmm. that I like. You know, I don't think it necessarily has to be well. If you get this, get this. If I get this, like I don't necessarily think it has to be that because I don't. Cause now you playing, I guess, tick for tat. Yeah. Um, but I just like the gesture, bro. Like. And I guess as you get older, I guess, and as a man, you start appreciating, you know, your your spouse or your woman. Like, it's more the thoughtful things that kind of you like more than maybe, I guess, I don't get this, but the pair of J's or, you know, what the PlayStation 5, you know, yeah, the big boy stuff where you just get a card and a, and a kiss or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, unexpected, hey, I got you some dinner, you know, some, you know, just stuff like that for me. <laughs> Grown people stuff. Yeah, man, like, <laughs> that stuff mean more to me, um, mm-hmm. but um, to kind of go off the other um, option you have for, for an answer, when you say to bruise your ego, man, I don't, I don't understand that, you know, and like I said, hopefully maybe a man can help me understand it, you know, but I don't understand why it would bruise a man ego, man, when your lady can provide. I mean, for me, I think that's the ultimate goal when both of y'all can kind of <laughs> do what you want to do. You know what I mean? No, I feel it. Um, and to me, and like I said, whoever out there can teach me, I'm open to a conversation. But that's more of a personal issue, man. If you worried about, you know, <laughs> if, if that's bruising your ego, I mean, I think it's some uh, deeper issues that, you know, that person may be dealing with, which isn't good or bad, but yeah, I just feel like it's something else that's, that's, that's missing. So uh, I'm open to it, bro. And I like it. Like, I love it. Actually. I give it two thumbs up. Nah, yeah, right. Now, what about you, man? I, I hope I wasn't talking about the elephant in the room when I just said that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know, I would say now that I'm married, mm-hmm. this doesn't matter at all. You know, since we're a unit, our money's tied together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in, a, in the initial, like, courting dating stage, yeah. if a lady came to me with this approach, I would mm-hmm. look at her like, you know, she's a boss-ass chick that can handle herself. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, my wife, who was my then-girlfriend, actually took me to dinner on one of our first dates. I had oh, wow. never had that before so early in a you know a relationship. Uh, it really impressed me and told me a lot about her. And it actually made me want to go the extra mile on our follow-up dates to, you know, show my appreciation. I like that, dog. Wait, mm-hmm. so let me ask. Like, so she called, and this was this one y'all dating. She yeah. called and said, Hey, like, I want to take you out. Or like, mm-hmm. how did that go, man? Just give me like a little smaller story. No, yeah. So she actually the one who invited me out and set it up and so I don't expect this every date mm-hmm. but I do think like if you're the one inviting making an invitation I think it's kind of law that the person who initiates the date pays absolutely yeah kind of yeah. you know my thoughts um no nah, she she invited me and um in my mind you know I kind of expected to pay it was no big deal you know right. courting her right uh, but nah she took the check I was like, I was like, okay. Did she you tell know, you before? Sure. Or she just like, she just no, the check came. She said, I got this. I said, well, all right. Shit. I would have been like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> See? Uh, man, I ain't, I, I'm not going to say no. Like, right. man, that's just wow. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. So. That, uh, oh, uh, do you remember what y'all ate? I know. I, I was, was uh, down. No, no, you good. It was actually the. Do you know that Oishi place, like a sushi place off International Drive, Central Florida Parkway? That sounds familiar. 
Um, it's right over there in the cut. Um, yeah. Go so, ahead, Vidi. Shout out yeah. my girl, Vidi. Word up, man. So, you know, <laughs> that was a welcome change, man. Uh, you know, especially if it happens once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. Now, I would just tell ladies, remember, a guy works and has bills just like you do. So, you know, you can feel free to treat him to a date here and there. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong really. with it. And like I said, like I said, it ain't gotta be a habit, but you know, yeah. it's to me, bro. And like I feel like you, that's gonna make me go like two, three times. <laughs> I'm harder. telling you, cause and, I'm and not just you. not saying that I'm not gonna work hard in general because yeah. I am, but yeah. it just makes the spirit just yeah. to where you're you're gonna accomplish more based off the spirit Straight that you're up. feeling. You know Straight what I mean? Up. Straight so up. ladies out there, we ain't joining, but it's just hey, every once in a while it is cool. Like it's it's all right sometimes. Hey, there it is. I like that, man. Too I, easy. I, I, I like go go. Hey, again, I'm a double back. Shout out, Vidi, man. Again. Already, yeah. Already. That's, that's what's up. Boss move. I love it. I love <laughs> yes, it. Sir. So I'm gonna close out the show, Dolo. Uh, see, Rose had to drop off. Had some pop up. This is family business. But uh, the question that we were going to pose today is uh, what are some things that you want to introduce to your children earlier in their lives than you were? And the first thing that came to my mind was investing. Uh, I really want my child to understand from jump that investing is what can take you to the next level. Uh, Having a nice savings account is great, uh, but I didn't learn how dangerous inflation was until I was a junior in college and uh, didn't seriously start acting on it. Uh, until I was about 26. So if she could just have that mindset early on. Uh, she'll have a nice cushion and a head start in life. And along those lines, I also don't want her to be afraid of certain debt, uh, like mortgages on investment homes or line of credit for her business. And lastly, the arts. Uh, I want her to tap into her creative side early as possible. Uh, my mom really wanted me to get into music and drama uh, but I didn't see the value or cool points into that when I was coming up. Um, I was more interested in sports and analytical subjects like math and statistics. I'm just really tapping into that side of myself now at 33. And, uh, you know, it's really expanded my way of thinking and uh, sent me down a rabbit hole to learn things that I never thought I'd be interested in. All right, man, let's jump into these shout outs. All right, man. Hey, I'm going to keep mine short and sweet. Shout out to family. Shout out Simone, girl. Keep doing your thing. Shout out Mom Dukes and shout out them Florida Gators, man. Hey, let's get this win this week against Tennessee. Let's get it, man. Well, well, right, boys we... come ready for how they come focus, man. I got I don't know, I ain't getting the greatest energy about this game. Hey, we're gonna see, man. Hey, this definitely gonna be the tester. So and you know, I'm beating them by 21 plus, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we definitely definitely gonna, gonna talk about that next week for sure. Yeah. Okay, bet my boy. All right, what, All what, right. Kind of, what, what, uh, what you got this week? I want to start off by giving a happy belated birthday to my main man, Money Matt, who celebrated by being in the building to watch Kodak Jack and the Ravens beat on the Chiefs last Monday night. Uh, Shout out to the future top five NFL draft pick, Kayvon Thibodeau. The Oregon Duck football player has launched his own cryptocurrency. I love to see our people in spaces like that, especially at such a young age. He's not letting football use him. He's using it to get himself into doors to set himself up real nicely. And sadly, we have a few RIPs to throw out. Uh, rest in peace to Jelani J.J. Day as his body was finally discovered. Uh, for those that don't know, um, he was an Illinois State University graduate student whose family felt that his disappearance was not being taken as seriously as 
the young lady Gabby Petito uh, because he's black and she's white. I know both incidents are tragic, uh, but there's some truth to that. And for those that don't agree, they're being willfully blind. Uh, Petito's case has received a disproportionate amount of attention compared to those of black and brown people. And if it wasn't for social media, I would have had no idea about all the Native American women that have been missing recently. Hell, famous singer Kelly Price has been missing for a month and the news of her disappearance was just reported today. Uh, I would just say, America, keep the same energy for all. Uh, R.I.P. to Melvin Van Peoples, who was a trailblazer in the world of black film. Uh, he's also the father of actor and director Mario Van Peoples. And lastly, R.I.P. to actor-comedian Anthony A.J. Johnson. Uh, some of you know him as Ezel from his role in the original Friday. Uh, so we're going to play a, a few clips of his and the sign-off message this week, uh, just to lighten the mood a little bit. So y'all enjoy, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. I ain't got no money. Man, you owe me two dollars. Hey. Oh, oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh, oh, I, oh, I'm suing y'all. Oh, I'm hurt. Oh, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. Oh, I want a hundred and fifty thousand. But we can set out of court right now for twenty bucks. Man, get your punk ass up. It ain't even wet over here. <clears throat> Hey, well, look here, man. Just give me ten dollars, and I won't say nothing. Get out, Smokey. What the hell are you doing back here? Hey, nothing, man. Hey, I'm fixing something. Hey, just stay over there. But I thought you wanted me to wash your car. Hey, man, wash it later. Stay over there, Smokey. You know I ain't the smartest man in the world, but from over here, it look like you taking a shit. Ezell, get the hell out of my car. Look, oh, let's smoke. You been eating corn, huh? Look, get the hell out of my car. All right, man. Thank you, thank you. It has been another episode of Washed Up Boys. It's your boy C. Rose. It's your boy KG. And we appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, tell your mama, tell your brother, tell your cousin, tell your... Gee, I ain't forgetting nobody, right? You all good, my brother. Alright, man. So tune in next week. We're going to have another crazy episode. And we are out. Peace!